0: Okay, reading from the Sri Chaitanya Bhagavat. Antyalila, Chapter 3, Text 7. Jaya Jaya, Sri Chaitanya, Jaya Nityananda, Jaya Dwaita Chandra Jai, Gaur Bhakta Vrinda, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Hena Mate Sri Gora Sundara Nila chale. Atma Sango Panakari Ache Kutahale. In this way, Sri Gorsunda concealed his identity while happily residing in Nilachala, that's Puri. Timarandasya gananjana shalakaya, taksura unbalatamyena, tasmai sri gurave namaha, sri chetanyamano bhishtam, stapitamyena bhutale, swayam Pukadamayam dadati sapadantikam, mancha-kalpa-tharubhyascha, Sindhu vayevaccha patitanam bhavana bhyo vaisna namo nama Sri krishna chaitanya prabhu nityananda shri gadadhar shri-adveta-gadadhar, bhakta Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So, wow. You know, when COVID started, I thought, wow, okay, this is a marathon. It's going to last for six months. So, you know, Whenever you have the goal in mind and there's some austerity, then psychologically you can uh, increase your effort. It's actually even described in the Bhagavatam that sometimes spiritual life should be there. You know, we should see that there's an end and the end is that we can, if we're determined, And we're serious, we can actually attain the lotus feet of Krishna. So the end of a marathon, although it's um, very arduous, it's not as torturous as when you begin. But with this COVID, after the six months, the marathon (laughs) continues. Now here in America, it's really slowing down because um, having the New York Rathiatra, that's a parade. Um, So, but for me, the marathon ends when I can go back to India. So I have to move the goalposts and keep up my determination. I, I followed a codice yesterday, I generally do. Because uh, it's a great way, Madhavatiti Bhakati Janity, that the days of Lord Hari give birth to devotion. So it gave me some inspiration now to begin again on the marathon. <laughs> um, and uh, I also realized, you know, I, I had a, an exchange with one godbrother. I don't know if many of you have met him. I think he's one of my closest friends for sure. And I think it's mutual, Partasarti das Goswami. And you know, he can he shares with me. He shares with me some of his internal life. And uh, you really need to, it's it's all sadhu sangha. I was reading uh, my godbrother Pradyumna, he was Prabhupada's Sanskrit, Prabhupada called him Panditri, he's also a good friend, and we're regularly exchanged, so he sent me something that this one devotee wrote, some, a book about Hindu theology in Southeast Asia, and uh, I know the devotee because when I had what was called a Sherborne Gathering, where I convened for about 10 years a group of they're now in their forties but that was you know when they were in, that's when they were just leaving the brahmacharya ashram and went into the academy to get their phd to get their education and their phds um he his name is keo from japan he went to get his phd at oxford and uh yeah, he was one of the participants every year. We had about 10. And he's a professor now in Japan and, and something with Oxford. So he sent me, uh, Pradumna sent me how he was describing the theology of the first verse of the Vedanta Sutra, Atato Brahma Jagasa." Atato, Atato means now, not just this moment, but a moment after the culmination of, I don't know what, you call, what the term would be, but it's a moment after the culmination of something. It's like, you know, now I can rest because it indicates, well, there was something else you did before that allowed you to rest. <laughs> you know, I did all my duties. So he was analyzing from the different acharyas what this now means. And he, he, different things. Now that, you know, okay, I perform my material duties properly or now that I've read Vedanta, whatever. And now it's time, Atato Brahma Jigasa, now it's time to inquire into God, a serious inquiry into God. Or, or now that I've studied all other you know, now that I've went through all other philosophies, now I've come to the highest one. So, it, you know, Ta Yoga anushasanam from the Yoga Sutras. Now that you've done everything else, it's time for yoga. But he, he, but he was specifically commenting on Baladev, and Baladev's specific contribution was, now that you've met a sadhu, now that you've met a sadhu, it's time to get serious. So I'm just sharing because I share my realizations just to speak to someone like that and hear that person's realizations. I can just see how much it increased my determination. And one thing I realized, bhakti takes some determination. It's a simple process, <laughs> but... Anyone can do it, but you have to do it, and, and you have to be humble to do it. And because it's, it's about sharanagati, it's about surrendering to a higher principle than your own desires and opinions. Um, but we want to enter into that other realm of consciousness and, and sharanagati, surrender, which means to surrender to the truth how it reflects on your life at the stage of life that you're on, because not everybody has the same activities of surrender, because Krishna dictates to different people, different things. But that, that concept of now, you know, to me that's Sharanagati, now that I'm past 70, <laughs> okay. now that I have no other responsibilities, But it just doesn't work without that sadhu-sangha, sadhu-sangha, shastra hoy, sadhu-sangha, sadhu-sangha, siddhi hoy. So I really felt that. He he was really sharing his, his internal practices. And the part I can share with you is how much he prays to the Vaishnavas. I was listening to a lecture of his today in the morning when I was doing exercise. And he was describing how he he was describing one thing. It was an interesting, I'll I'll just share it, but then I'll get to the point and how it went to something else. Well, there's a dog next to his house and he feeds a dog at your every day. (laughs) And then he thought, well, it's prasadam, and, and he bit at, he he took a little of the tripatis first. So now he gets the prasadam. It's called Maha Maha Pisadim, not just of God, but God and his devotee. So he was doing that every day, and then it was a codice. <laughs> so he was it was a whole description of of what you do when you make mistakes. But he was describing, you know, in a codice, you usually break it with with, with rice. You know, dried rice and how long that stays in, in, in Jagannapur you can get dried rice. I wish I had some now. I'm going get the next time I go, I'm going to keep it and take some every day, one grain. But he keeps the dried rice of thirty or forty of his god brothers and God sisters. He, he has some disciple or something take a grain off their plate somehow, dry it in the sun. Um hmm. uh, sometimes I lose my train of thought, but I'll just continue to plow through and something will come. Um hmm. oh yeah, I was talking about Vaishnav, Sadhu Sangha, how how essential that is. More advanced like-minded and sneha, some affectionate, some relationship. That's the best sadhu sangha. So here it says, in this way, that's like a ta. In this way means referring to previous, and then uh, Gurt Chandra happily resided in Puri while concealing his identity. And we know that he concealed his identity because it was God becoming perfect in the experience of love by becoming a devotee and becoming and and, and not only becoming a devotee, but, but wanting to experience what his devotee experiences, not only devotee, the topmost devotee, Sri Radha, at the height of her her love which we're reading, by the way, at 11 o'clock in uh, in, in the uh, Srimad Bhagavatam when I give class. So concealed, chana avatar. It's sometimes described in the Shastra. And it's chana avatar. Chana means hidden. Why is it hidden? Because God comes as a devotee. He comes as a devotee to become perfect, in his position as the supreme enjoyer. And enjoyment means love. And love, to enjoy love at its height is called rasa. And to enjoy rasa fully, you have to enjoy it both by being the object of rasa, or of the height of love, or the, the beloved. And rasa from the perspective of the subject or the lover or the devotee, the lover of Godhead. So he wants to be the lover of Godhead. And without being the lover of Godhead, he can't be God because he's not the Supreme enjoyer, because that taste he has to have. And uh, so in this way, he concealed his identity. Yadi, Tino, Vyakta, Nakarena, apanati who has the power to know him if he does not reveal himself. That's the essence of bhakti. Our abhideya, our means of realizing the truth, our conception of the truth, our tatva, our conception of the truth is God who is a person. So therefore our abidea, our means is love because a person only reveals himself in love. A person you can't understand a person fully in analysis. So who has the power to know him? If he does not reveal himself. And that's why we just finished six prayers to, to prepare ourselves for, and 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 Thakur is preparing himself to understand something that's beyond his power to do so by the mood of love expressed in prayers, by the mood of entreaty begging expressed in prayers to become a, 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 a to attract. It's just like the holy name. We can't create the holy name by our mouth, by our tongue. We can only attract the holy name. And somehow or other, when one is sincere, as he's chanting, he's both producing it and attracting it. And there's a difference between what he produces and what he attracts, although it happens simultaneously at the same time. Because it's Krishna. And Krishna is not our creation. So somehow this mystical phenomena happens. And those who chant seriously know that it's not up to them because it just doesn't manifest by our power. Like yesterday, I I followed a codicy and uh, fasting on a codicy, which is not difficult to me at all. It's not difficult for me to eat a lot. It's not difficult for me to fast. Um, but this morning when I woke up, the holy name was so much clearer. Madhavatiti Bhakati, the days of Lord Hari give birth to devotion, it was just so much clearer. So, who has the power to know him if he does not reveal himself? Deve. Eki dina sarva bomera sahote basilena prabhu tane loya nibrite. By the arrangement of providence, the Lord one day sat down in a solitary place with sarva boma bhattacharya. So daive means destiny by providence. Um, yeah, it's it, by providence means it's not by chance. It's by a divine power. You know, one time I I had a little time and I became very, very interested um, in um, apologetics, um, which means rationally defending the existence of God. And I came up with my own arguments, and, and I, I think one of the best arguments which I think we should all be experiencing is, I call it the, the argument from synchronicity. How two events come together beyond the, beyond the, beyond chance they come together, be uh, be uh, that they come together in a such way that it's a reasonable that someone put them together. Then, then they happen by chance. And I describe my, my, one of the uh, we all have those experiences. And when you're seriously practicing Krishna consciousness, you'll begin to notice the events in your life connected with the things you need to learn in a way that the only explanation is that God has arranged that. That should be the experience of, of the, of, of the devotees. Um, I, I just see that in the whole last year, how my destiny moved and, and, and you know, something seemed unfavorable, but I understood, no, this is God. And if it's God, let's see what happens, he's in control. And I see what God wanted from me, from the way he moved the world around me, in a way that I, there's no other explanation. There's no other explanation than God. And even in our life, it happens so often, it happens so often that the chance of so many events, maybe one event could be by chance, but so many events. So many events. And I, I, I just tell the story. I'm not going to tell, you know, me meeting the devotees, okay, in Los Angeles, I could be by chance. And then going to San Francisco and wanting to eat in a particular Chinese restaurant. And then go outside and the devotees are there. Okay. That could be by chance. And then having no place to stay and only calling up so many people. And and then finally, one person said, you can stay in a parking lot of a football stadium across from my apartment and use my bathroom. And we were driving in a car and we went into the parking lot. Sunday would be crowded for the football game, but We walked into the parking lot, it was empty. And we looked out and then we saw the back of storefronts and we saw that smoke and robes. And our first impression was, my God, at my first impression, everybody in this city is into this. No, it was the only place. So the the law of 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 synchronicity. And that law of synchronicity in, in, in Bhakti really works in relationship to our desires. And the most important desire is for sadhu sangha. That's the most important desire. That should be our mantra. That should be our eternal prayers. And it's reciprocated. I see that in my life. When the strong desire was there, the right person came. Beginning with Prabhupada and then going down the line. Prabhupada called that the, what did he call it? The uh, transcendental system. He he described how he met his guru by the transcendental system. And what is that transcendental system? That God is in the heart, is in our hearts. And he's in the hearts of others, just like Vyasadeva when his frustration after writing all the Vedas and the Mahabharata, the Vedanta Sutra, and not feeling satisfied and understanding that satisfaction is an indication of something wrong, couldn't understand what was wrong because what he did was so momentous, uh, compiling all these, but you know, he was understanding when he went deep in his heart, that's that's also spiritual life. Go into the heart, why am I dissatisfied? And a lot of times that dissatisfaction is Krishna's mercy because he wants something more and he did want something more. He understood he hadn't sufficiently glorified Krishna. And then immediately Narada Muni came by the transcendental system. Krishna connects hearts because he's in everyone's heart. So you really can't deny God, actually. You can't deny God if you're just a little bit thoughtful. I remember when when the, when the Russian devotees first came to Vrindavan and I was one of the hosts, it was an amazing phenomenon when they came to India because they were tortured and and so many things, and especially those devotees. And I met, they arrived in Calcutta, and one devotee was sitting next to my godbrother, Kesha Bharti Maharaj, great soul. I was thinking of him the other day, so dedicated to the Bhagavatam. And there was a papaya, a real papaya. Today, I don't know if we get real papayas. In Colombia, when I visit, I get a real papaya. It's not like anything. I. And the devotee bit into it, held it, and looked at Kesha Marj and said, a fruit, a fruit? <laughs> yes, a fruit. And then they came into the Mandir, the, the, the buses parked down Bhaktivedanta Marg, and they came in by, by um, they came in by kirtan. And when they came down the steps into the temple, we were showering flowers, and I was hosting a few of the devotees, and I took this one devotee around, Vrindavan, and he was so heavy. The Russians tried to, the, the KGB tried to break him. He had two other brothers. They were so, so heavy, so heavy, strong. Wow, face, strong. And we were walking around Vrindavan and in those days it was a little bit different than today and every I, I you know every 10 15 yards a peacock would come out and another peacock would come out and another peacock would come out and then he looked at me and said how can they deny god how can they deny god so by the arrangement of providence the Lord one day sat down in a solitary place with Sarva Boma. Somehow, Sarva Boma is getting mercy. And somehow or other, the Lord somehow sees hearts. He knows when we're ready. Our, our karma is just preparing us for that moment. I'm seeing in my own spiritual development I, I'm just marveled of the phenomena of me thinking I see the truth only to either make a mistake and learn something from it or just be chanting and then just realize another thing and each one seems so simple that I missed but one after another these. Realizations come. The realizations come. And and what they are is God's ingenious plan to alter our consciousness, which has been karmically polluted in the material world by so many different misconceptions, desires, that we don't see the truth. And then what happens is, at a particular time, that's why it's it's, Bhishma Dev says, it's impossible to understand the inconceivable will of the Lord, because what the Lord does is connected to a whole chain of activities. In the future also, (laughs) this is the realization you need now to have this realization that I'm gonna give you to have this realization. Because some realizations require a foundation of other realizations to come to that point. And God is seeing the heart. And sometimes someone's not a a devotee yet, but God sees the potentiality. And then he makes the arrangement. So this is what's happening here with Sarva He's He's an impersonalist. But Bahunam Janmanamante, Gyanava Mampapadhyate, Vasudeva Savambiti Samahatma Bahunam Janmanamante, many, many years. Bahunam Janmanamante, Bahunam Janmanamante, many, many years. So somehow or other, he's ready. God saw the heart, and I, I explained with te- uh, the story of the wives of the brahmins. Um, I taught that in Kali. Now the whole story is predicated on the basis that there are these devotees that the Lord never met who became attracted to Krishna, and they were so absorbed in hearing that hearing became the ornament for their ears. This is the trick. This is really the trick. There's so many tapes, so many speakers, so many kirtans to fill our hearts with that Krishna. And and Krishna saw that. They had met him, he saw that. He saw their hearts and then made arrangements to give himself. So when this happens, it's the Lord's mercy. But somehow or other, what to speak, he, he, he had just served Lord Chaitanya because Lord Chaitanya, in his ecstasy, coming into the Puri Temple to see Lord Jagannath just fainted and went unconscious for nine hours, to the extent they couldn't even tell his breathing until I think Sarvabha Bhattacharya, he took just a, a, a strand of cotton and, and, and could see that. Prabhu Bale, Shune Sarva Mahasai, Tomare Kohiye Ami Apana Hidaye. The Lord said, Listen, Sarva Boma Mahasai, let me reveal my heart to you. Now, what's going to happen here is <laughs> what we call a preaching strategy. Well, Lord Chaitanya is not exactly, not lying, but he's not exactly telling the truth because he's gonna say that I've come here and this is the law of providence. And let me reveal my heart to you that I've come here just to see you. This is God's grace, but actually what providence is, is that Lord Chaitanya is go- going to, anyway he says, when I'm gonna reveal my heart to you, it seems like the Dati Prittakrinati, Guyam Atyachi Pritchati, one of the two of the six loving exchanges of revealing your mind in confidence. Another one is to instruct or teach. So this kind of reveal my heart to you is indicating almost like a student. But actually when God reveals his heart, that's revealing himself. And that's not from a subordinate position. That's anugraha. In relationship between teacher and student and teacher, the the respect is the, the flavor of love for above, and anugraha or mercy, you can't give mercy to above. <laughs> You can only give mercy to a below, So parental affection, teacher affection, is parental affection. It's called anugraha, it's called mercy. That's the flavor of atzaluras, that without me, you will die. That's the mother's feeling. Father, without me, you you can't live. Lord said, listen, Sarvaboma Hasai, let me reveal my heart to you. Ami Amara Eta Achi Although I came to see Jagannath, my main purpose here was to meet you. That wasn't his main purpose. But The highest principle in yoga is ahimsa. It's higher than satya. Ahimsa is described like an elephant's footprint where all other footprints of animals can fit in between. So in yoga, first yam is ahimsa. Yam means how you control the mind in relationship to others. Niyam means how you control the mind in relationship to yourself. So ahimsa is the primary yogic principle. And therefore satya, if it contradicts with ahimsa, then you don't have to tell the truth, right? And the the example is given if you're in Nazi Germany and you're hiding Jews and the Nazis come, is anybody in here? And then, you know, you you went to grade school, PS 200 in Brooklyn, and they taught you the history of America. And you learned about George Washington when he cut down the cherry tree. I doubt they teach this anymore, but this is part of our civic education. The first president, he cut down the cherry tree and his father said, who cut this? I did, father. So the such is so important. Integrity, honesty. It's practically the basis of the Mahabharata is truthfulness. It's so powerful. If you're honest, you can do anything. Because if you're honest, anything you promise will be done. That's why integrity was the is so fundamental and why the Mahabharata, we read about Bhijma He took a vow. Maharaj Yudhisthira never told a lie. It's so important, and it is important, but more important is nonviolence. And if there's a contradiction, then it's higher to tell a lie than belie the principle of ahimsa, nonviolence. It's not exactly, it's, so will Jagannath speak to me? It is you who will completely destroy my material bondage. So Actually, this is, is is God gonna speak to you? No, it's the devotee who will respond to you. Of course, God will respond to you. Savastya Chaham Hidi Sani Vishto God is situated in everyone's heart and from him comes remembrance, forgetfulness and knowledge so God will respond to us but sometimes it's difficult to distinguish between what is our mind and what is the super soul so it is you the devotee is the God's mercy is appearing. Tomate se vai Sri Krishna purna shakti, tumi se dibara para Krishna prema bhakti. You have you're fully empowered by Lord Krishna. Krishnaera purna shakti. You have the full shakti. And what do you do with the full shakti? Krishna Prema Bhakti. You, you can give Prema Bhakti. Krishna Vina Nahi Pavartana. Krishna Shakti Vina nahi, nahi Pavartana. No one can preach, be successful without the Shakti of Krishna. Krishna Shakti Veena without the Krita Nahi Bhavarta, you can't do what devotees do. Ete Eteike Tumara Ami Laino Asrai Tahikara Ye Rupe Amara Balahoy. Therefore, I take shelter of you, do whatever you consider is beneficial to me. So this is the this is the mood of accepting a guru. pratipatena If you want to understand darshana, you want to have a seeing, a view, an understanding of the tattva, of reality. Then tadvidi patipatena, you have to pratipat. You have to surrender. And what does surrender mean? I want to live by the truth. You have the truth. Tell me what it is. And then tadvidi pratipatena, pratiprashnena Savya. and. And I'm gonna inquire from it. That's gonna be my, my mode to actually understand this and save And I will serve it. I will serve that truth. We can think of Prabhupada's example. Prabhupada was in Calcutta. I heard this story from Bhakti Prakaswamy, who's a scholar on Bhakti Siddhanta for sure. And uh, Prabhupada was in Calcutta. And he, this is when he first came back from the West and he was a little bit successful. And it was unheard of. Prabhupada, what Prabhupada did, how he was able, it, it's, it's, it's a spiritual historical phenomena. It's the glory of India. What Prabhupada was able to do. And then he's sitting in his room in Calcutta, and then he's thinking, How was I the lucky one? How was I the lucky one? And I, I did a little history of the Gaudiya Math. Um, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati, Parthasarthi Goswami was sharing that with me because in his prayers in the morning, the first thing he does when he wakes up, he prays to the whole Guru Parampara including Prabhupada and quite a few of his god brothers. And he was telling me that Bhakti Siddhanta said these two people were, I forgot the term, mahapurush they were like perfect souls. These two Bhakti Siddhanta noticed this. And so he, he's praying for that. Um, so he was sitting in the room and he was thinking, how was I the lucky one? And Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati was getting... Sp- all-stars, incredibly elevated people from the highest caste families in India, especially in Bengal. He was just getting amazing, amazing people. You can go on, each of them was so powerful. Madhava I saw once, Bhakti Siddhanta said he was the indefatigable in, in incarnation of preaching. He opened up 64 temples. Kesha Maharaj. These were like powerful preachers. A Kinchina Krishna's Babaji, who I was fortunate to meet several times. Prabhupada said he was Nis Kinchina. And you can go down the line one after another to such an extent that Subhash Chandra Bose, when he was forming the nationalist army in Burma to to liberate India from the British, he became upset because Bhakti Siddhanta was getting such qualified people. And he actually came to the tent to complain to Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati and they were real sannyasis. I'm, I'm, I'm reading a little bit the history of, of that, the, the biography of Narayan Maharaj when we went up to his disciples' ashram, and the sacrifice that people performed in Krishna consciousness. They literally had nothing to eat, and sadhus weren't respected to such an extent that Indira Gandhi, to control the population of India, had a sterilization campaign and people were sent to Radhakund to round up, forcibly round up Babaji's and take him to the hospital and forcibly sterilize. It It is wild. So they, they practically some days didn't have what to eat. And what they had to eat finally was they couldn't even have enough flour for chapatis. They had to make a, a wheat flour soup. So there's a lot of sad. Prabhupada's thinking, how was I the lucky one? What to speak of the scholarship of Srila Sridhar Maharaj, who I was also fortunate to meet. Amazing. Ananta das Babaji, no, Ananta, vasudev who was He said, how was I the fortunate one? He was like thinking. And he said, because I was sent percent faithful to the order of my spiritual master. What it meant that Prabhupada was fixed on the truth and following it. That's not an easy platform. I don't think it comes to overnight. We should understand that we want to be people of character and people of character, they follow truth. Where they find it, when they understand it. They follow truth. And this really has to be our prayer to find truth and to follow truth. And one of the truths is, is we're not independent. Position of God is already taken. Someone has to have it. (laughs) We are part of that. And the part is meant for the service of the whole and when it's connected to that it has tremendous power anandam Buddhi vardana the ocean of transcendental bliss is is, is just increasing anyabilashita shunyam jnana karma anavritam anukulyena krishna nu shilanam uttama. what is anukulyena krishna nu shilin and the activities, new, they follow God and they become, path. therefore, I take shelter of you. Do whatever you consider is beneficial for me. That, we have to go into our heart. We have to come to that platform. It may be a struggle, but that should be the goal. Ki viri, be mushi, taki be ki rope, Ye matena pada e samsara What rules and regulations should I follow? How should I live? Please instruct me so I do not fall into the well of material life. That's sincerity. That's sincerity. Please instruct me without reservation. Know for certain that I'm a soul surrendered unto you. Because there will be reservation to the extent that someone is not surrendered, they won't get the full truth because they won't accept it. And it may affect their faith. It may affect their faith. Or they'll resist it. So there's that thing of, don't throw pearls to a swine. It's in the Bhagavad it, it, Why is, it, is Shonika being instructed? Because of his qualifications as a disciple. So this is a very deep thing in the heart. And if one thing Prabhupada communicated and one thing his leading disciples have, it's that. And that's the power. <laughs> okay. Now we'll read the last the next verse. In this way, Gauri used various means to delude Sarvabhoma while speaking to him. It's a preaching strategy. He's pretending that he's accepting him as guru. And Sarvabhoma, it's not easy to fool someone like that because Lord Chaitanya is so young. Sarva Bhattacharya is so learned. And uh <laughs> what's really interesting now, and it's kind of heavy for me, <laughs> it's kind of interesting now. The first thing he tells him is, why the hell did you take sannyas? <laughs> how how is that Vaishnav Dharma? Because so Vaishnava is, is, is supposed to be anything but the center. Without realizing the Lord's intention, Sarabha Bhama began to speak about the religious duties of living entities. He said, I appreciate everything you said. The devotion that has awakened you is certainly most wonderful and beyond description. You have attained Krishna's mercy, but you've done one thing that is improper. Although you're most intelligent, Why did you take sannyas? (laughs) Just consider, what is the use of accepting sannyas? One immediately becomes bound by the ropes of false ego. It's not recommended in Kali Yuga. (laughs) I'm just going to explain why. One who carries a dunda considers himself a great person and does not fold his hands before anyone. A sannyas is not afraid to accept obeisances from such a personality that the Vedas declare the dust of his feet should be respected. So very advanced Grihastas, great Vaishnavas, great Vaishnavis, they'll be paying obeisances. And the sannyasi is not afraid to accept. False ego is never good. Try to understand the words of Srimad Bhagavatam in this. And then he begins to quote how... The Bhagavatam says that rather than accept the obeisances, I you to pay obeisances to everyone. There's a famous verse in the 11th canto, I believe. Let me see if it's 11th canto. Yeah, it's the 11th canto. Realizing that the Supreme Personality of God it has entered the body of every living entity as a super soul, wants you to offer obeisances before even the dog. Before even the dog. Outcasts, cows and asses falling flat upon the ground like a rod. You should offer full obeisances to all living entities, including the Brahmins, dogs, and dogs eaters. The only gain in giving up one's, Vaishnava etiquette is to offer respects to everyone. One who is a hypocrite has no attachment for this. That we'll discuss in the next class. Okay, Jamuna Jaya, anything that struck you?
1: I will Thank you, so many things <laughs> struck me today. The, the calling of that, how shall I live? What rules shall I follow? I, that is just, I, I wanna have like that laminated and put in front of my face all the time. That was beautiful. But I was most struck at the beginning of class, your definition of providence, that um, it doesn't mean chance. It means by divine intervention. And Rakmini Walker was giving Bhagavatam class this morning at the Bhakti Center, and she talked about providence as well. And as I was always listening. I said, "Where well, there's providence, <laughs> Krishna wants me to hear it twice in one day." And she was she was saying exactly the same thing as you were. So it was such a
0: beautiful reinforcement. By the way, is the Bhakti Center open yet?
1: No, I mean you can go for darshan if you register. They'll give you the code. Uh, there's an hour kirtan on Thursday night. You know, just from um, seven to eight. And then shoot, uh, there's going to be something this Tuesday for Luna Lunashimna Day Festival, but it's not open for coming and going yet.
0: Uh-huh. And how many people come for the Thursday kirtan?
1: Um, they cap it at, I think it's supposed to be capped at like 35, 40. Um, and depending on the week, it's, it, it's, it's that many. And then a lot of people go on Harinam after that. So, people are coming in, and a lot of people are coming a Sunday at Washington Square Park now again.
0: Oh, that's great. Okay. You'll go today?
1: I won't go today because I have to go see my mom today.
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Next week. Great. (laughs) Okay. Rajeshree, yeah.
2: Hare Krishna Maharaj, thank you so much for such a wonderful class. Um, I really like the point about when you said that when we practice Krishna consciousness and even if we if we seriously pray Krishna moves the world around us in such a way that um, that there is no other description that it was his arrangement I had very similar experience when my dad died Um, I went to Poland he was very sick he had a cancer basically of the whole body and um, I went to Poland and I took care of him but at the last day when he was dying they took him to the hospital and I couldn't enter the hospital because I'm a single mother and I, have a, I had a small child at that time. So they didn't allow me to enter it. So for the whole day, I was just hanging around. And um, at evening, I put my child to sleep and I mom, my mom looked after him and I ran to the hospital and I just entered to the hospital in the last minute when they were closing it. The lady was already closing it. So I, I was at his bed at 8 p.m. There were my two, two aunties who are really strong Christians. And I just quickly put tilaka on him. I placed the, you know, the death oil all over his body. I, I. He was completely unconscious. I, you know, I put the um, charanamrita off, all, all over his face, and I just held him. He wasn't a devotee. He wasn't a devotee, but he was coming to Krishna's village for many years, and he did some Agyata sukritis, like for he helped with Jagannatha's Jagannatha cards to build it and few things like that. He was, he was very highly educated person, but not really nice but at the end at the end I just held him and I the aunties were there and I whispered to his ear daddy I love you and thank you for everything just um go go you are eternal and you are safe with me here and he was unconscious and he opened his eyes the blood came out of his mouth and that made my aunties actually stood up and they ran they they panicked and they left and I knew that he's dying so it was only me and him no one else there and I was chanting 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 to him and he died in my arms like a devotee it was I I was there at eight o'clock and six past eight he was gone and I and instead of crying I was in such an ecstasy because it was Krishna was so tangible and he was so tangible and his mercy, his kindness. I thought to myself, this person just did almost nothing. He just ate prasadam and he he had a few conversations with Guru Dev. And and he died like devotee. How kind Krishna is. And it was such such a wonderful experience, Maharaj. And it was impossible. Materially, it was impossible that I could... I just prayed. I prayed, Krishna, let me help him to die. I don't know how I can do it with my child, with all those people who are not allowing me to, you know, bring anything Krishna conscious around. But wow. it happened.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. Wow. That's, that's certainly synchronicity.
2: Yes. So that was, thank you, was, uh, thank you for, for pointing that out. Thank wow. you.
0: Wow. That's wonderful. Anybody else like to say hello or share something?
2: Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hi Krishna
0: Maharaj. Thank you very much. Thanks for the, for the beautiful
2: class. Thank you. Wow. Oh, you're at Govardhan, no? <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. Not today.
0: <laughs> okay, we'll, you, have to, we'll have to join there again. Okay. Thank, thank, you. thank you. Hey Haribo. Anybody else?
1: here.
0: Haribo, great to hear. Thank you.
1: You. thank you, wonderful class, thank you so much. Okay,
0: anybody else? Hey, and the class. In, you In your new abode? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, great, nice to see you, see you later today. All right, yeah. Haribo. Okay, anybody else? Hare, Hare Krishna, Maharaj. Sri Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. <laughs> yes, Hare Krishna.
3: Thank you for a class. Wonderful.
0: Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Great. Anybody else?
3: Hare Krishna, Maharaj.
0: Rupa. Good to see you. Hare Bo.
2: Thank We'll meet you. Hare
0: Krishna, Premie. Hare Krishna, Bo. Krishna,
2: oh, sorry. You are still uh, talking. <laughs> I don't have camera on this computer. So just to say Hare Krishna and also what you said in the class that impressed me is when you said that hearing becomes the ornaments of the ears. I think it's a very beautiful description.
0: It comes from the Bhagavatam. Yes, thank yeah. you. Haribo. Anybody Haribo. else?
3: Hare Krishna Maharaj. Haribo. 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 I'm sure here in
0: Argentina. <laughs> good to see you. You look very peaceful in your house.
3: Thank you, Maharaj.
2: Yes, quiet here.
0: Very good, very good. Okay, Haribo. The
2: class,
3: Maharaj.
0: Haribo. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Anybody
3: else? Hari Krishna Maharaj, wonderful class. Thank you very much.
0: Uh, Haridas, so nice to see you. <laughs> wow you're not coming up for the uh rafiacha
3: <laughs> oh, oh well um you know uh does this look like an amtrak ticket
0: oh, oh. oh. okay all right I, okay henry if if you're going COVID is over <laughs> okay you just. I think I got a message from you. I'm not sure. I saw something flash. I'll have to look at it. Yes, I'm coming. How are you, I'm coming to Rathiatra. It's amazing, huh? How the people are 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 coming. Wow. Yeah, I will be in Maine before that with my daughter, so uh, it's a it's a good connection. Okay, I'll see your message and I'll I'll text you back. I just Thank saw you, it flash. Okay, hi Anybody? Well, will We'll definitely touch base. Anybody else? Uh, Maharaj, it was uh, wonderful to hear that talk. Hey, but, uh, Greg. Hey, how you doing? Are you on your way um, to Jack's? Or yeah, I'm on the way to Jack's. I just pulled over so I could say something. But uh, you know, it's funny how when you when you know when you talked about when you really have that knowledge that nothing is really by chance. Uh, you start to really there's like some comfort in it, and it, like there's a saying we always use: "I'm right where I'm supposed to be." And it's it's a nice knowing feeling, um, uh, and it's it's like I needed all the lessons to be where I'm at. It's just life is that that is what it's meant for. And uh, you're learning those lessons. <laughs> yeah, I'm learning those lessons. I saw I saw you practicing them in Colombia. Yeah. <laughs> Although the ride to the airport must have been testing. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty you know I was, I was accepting of whatever oh, wasn't that driver transcendental uh yeah it was it was good was he's was amazing yeah okay. it's good anybody I'll, I'll else you... we'll see you later yep uh, okay Bye. great anybody else she
2: said an amazing story about her father
0: krishna Premi, i hear you again
2: <laughs> sorry sorry <laughs>
0: Oh, I, I, hear, I, forgot. I hear the voice of the saintly Radha Chiran in the background.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry,
3: I forgot to turn off the...
0: That's okay. I... I'm, I'm hankering to come there and you're hankering to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Krishna what really works on our hearts, huh? Radha Chiran, you can't wait to get back to Prabhu Deja, huh?
3: I'm counting minutes and seconds.
0: <laughs> wow, you're you're really ready, huh? More than ready. Are, are they allowing people back into China? Not yet. Boy, they really, they really know how to deal with COVID.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, they don't trust India as far as bringing human beings to their side.
0: Wow, huh? But it's starting to go down in India, right?
3: Yeah, it's flattening and it's going down. And, uh, you know, the lockdown always works. Yeah. So, but it it will take a while. It will take a while before everything goes back to some sort of normalcy and less panic.
0: It's a lockdown again?
3: Yeah, it's lockdown in every state, practically speaking. To lower a higher degree. What's that? It's not complete lockdown, but you know, it's a pretty major lockdown in Maharashtra, UP, Kerala, Tamil Nadu, West Bengal. It's all lockdown everywhere.
0: Yeah. Well, I also think so many people are getting it. They're gonna soon it's gonna have less places to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay wow you're counting the minutes huh because <laughs> it's such a field there right and you've been writing and speaking to people right it's just
3: yeah you know we, we we're we very very productive online and it's you know online it's there's only so much you can do and say when you're online you know and we have so many people now practicing krishna consciousness we can't wait to go and visit them and have programs and
0: Maybe you can get out and go to another country.
3: Yeah, we thought about that
0: too. It's risky though. What? It's risky. Because
3: you have to get the green light from the Chinese consulate to get on the plane. Otherwise you can't get on the
0: plane. Right. So we just have to be patient. Utsayan Nistriad, Daryat. Yes. I'm learning good like never I'm before. not patient anymore. I want to get to India. <laughs> I'm not patient.
3: You just
2: switch.
0: Yeah. I may even have to get a business visa. <laughs> that they allow. But not now. I mean, I'll wait for it to go down substantially. Yeah. Okay. Um, anybody else? Say hello. Okay, we could end and uh at eleven uh I'll begin speaking. And in the next two weeks, the subjects I want to speak on are Rathyatra and Lord Nishringadev. And the, the Bhagavatam I'm reading is the essence of the Rathyatra in one sense. It, the mood of it. Um and uh uh, something with the Okay, see you all. culpa to the